Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Morning all, and welcome to another Sunday Q&A. Didn't do a Saturday Q&A because I was getting a towel lift fixed and just, just ain't enough hours in the day. Um, so it'll probably be a long one, and I probably will shorten down the amount of videos as gold member says you know they're coming thick and fast there's plenty of other people out there now steve campbell gold member bd driver check those guys out arcade um, b carol all that kind of thing um but yeah so but so we're, but we're gonna go through the change in my life with the new vehicle with the new woman so Thank you, first of all, thanks everybody for your good luck wishes. I uh, know it's been a bit of a rabbit in the headlights type thing, you know, but um, yeah, we're kind of there now. We're kind of there, we're in the truck, but uh, we'll go for it anyway. Before we got onto the truck, of course, I did one on Monday, because, you know, we didn't get the operators through to, I think it was Tuesday. Um, on Hamble, uh, Paul Doyd says, he, he said he, he says 30 minutes free. Well, I, don't, I always say 20 minutes free. But in the nice possible way, if I'm on site for 30 minutes, maybe 35, 40 minutes, I don't ring them up and go, you owe me for 10 minutes. It's if it goes over like three quarters of an hour, you start to go, hold on, this is taking a bit too long here. Um, and he says, that if you ever try to ring a customer and tell them they owe you extra 40 quid, quickest way to lose a customer. What I find is if it looks like there's going to be a lot of handball on one side, and a lot of handball on the other side, I ring them before I start doing it. Because if you ring them afterwards and go, oh, by the way, I've finished that job and it took me an extra two hours, you owe me money. They go, oh, what, what? Whereas if you ring them beforehand and go, look, this job is going to take me an extra two hours. Do you still want me to do it? Then they've got a choice of either going, yeah, or no, I'll get someone else in. They've got to get someone else in. They've got the same situation again. They're much more likely. You want to get it agreed before you start doing it. Get it retrospectively. Very tough. Um, as Bob Keane says, he says, play it by ear. He says, deal with, if you don't, I like this. He says, if you deal with them sensibly for a fair for a fair outcome and get remembered for the right reason next time you bid. Now, I think that's what it is, because they're human beings too. You ring the ship and go, look, he might not even know. He, he said, I don't know, they, asked, they just asked me for like, a medium wheelbase van. No one mentioned the fact that you had to drag 100 boxes down four flights of stairs. And it depends, and expect some handball. If it's kind of, it's on a pallet, you can reverse the van up. It's going to take you five minutes to put it in. You can't really class that as, oh, I need money for handball, because that's part of the job. But if it's like, can you take 40 packs of laminate flooring from my front bedroom? I did this once. Um, from the front room, through the hallway, across the sort of, um, probably sort of garden with loads of rabble in, and put the van on the road, I'd be like, well, I can I didn't ring. I just couldn't be bothered, but I, I, I probably should have done. Uh, what have we got? Matt Driver. He said he likes the channel. Oh, yeah, and he did say fair, fair play. He said, I like the channel. You usually explain the terminology, but with handball, I had to guess. Yeah, I suppose I just took it as red. Yeah, and I shouldn't have done that. I should have said handball, and that's when you get to a job, and you actually, rather than somebody loading your van with a fork truck and a pallet, or whether you, um, you know, or, or sort of someone sticking it on for you, you have to physically move the items. And it's not like moving, like, okay, well, there's 
Give me and get any sign. It's moving a lot of items. That's what handball is. Uh, Chris C said um, he had a good one the other day. He had oh yeah, take away the empty power kit. And have I written that down? I don't know if I have. He said he, he said I had to take away the empty pallets and the packaging. Uh, that wasn't on the job. So I rolled up when hold on. I've got to take the stuff away as well. You didn't mention that, and he got extra money as a result of which. I will do a video on that. I think that's kind of important. Anyway, handball. Wasn't she the name of the doll in Pipkins? Was that Handball? Or was that, um, or was that, was it Pipkins or it might have been Bagpuss? No, it was, um, got a spider on me. Uh, Player, Playaway. Oh, no, not Playaway. What's one we used to watch? I've gone off on one. Forget it. Just carry on. Ignore me. Uh, right. I had a problem. <laughs> I know I did record the video when I was just about to have a problem. And the problem had sort of been, I just, sort of resolved itself but I still want to get it out there anyway because I want to talk about it it's cathartic you guys save me a fortune in in analyst bills America's quite an analyst right what we got here um, oh no it was what a difference of my yeah that was I had a problem but we didn't go with I've got a problem no we went with what a difference a day makes that was it what a difference a day makes um, yeah so I did have a problem but that got solved Jason Burke he says it sounds like you're, you're, you're jumping 400 metre hurdles in lead boots while jumping through fiery hoops yeah <laughs> it, it was a bit like that and C19 says he says you start with you know with the people in um, in the mystery he says it sounds like you've got Humphrey Appleby I got the reference yes Prime Minister is my favourite comedy series on TV ever used to love it very very funny um right what we got um right so there was a lot of stuff on about getting the taco recalibrated both birdie and desmond o'brien says your taco needs recalibrating every two years and you need it recalibrated for an mot um fortunately that has now been resolved because we managed to get once i got the operators through i managed to get i get the vehicle unsawn i had the insurance lined up and ready to go and get a tachograph of the thing booked um, within a day. So I got it insured, taxed, and tackoed within a day, which is fine. I was allowed to run it. I didn't have the little paper disc in the windscreen, but I'm allowed to run it for 28 days while I'm waiting for that paper disc to come through in the post because they don't print them all in one go. So I am now kosher. I've also got the tail lift done. So that was a video I did, well, yesterday. Um, and I've got an MIT, but we'll come to that. Um, Godzilla says, if get the, get the MOT booked in sooner rather than later, means this way, and in plan B, maybe rent them. Well, I've, I've still got the van. The plan B would have been if I couldn't get an MOT and I couldn't get another extension on the MOT, although I did ring the ministry and they gave me a link, if anyone's in the same boat as I was, to a website where you can buy, because lots of people are exactly the same boat. They've, they've cut the MOTs from one from like two down to one a day, and they're... Um, there's, there's like a backlog of people that's supposed to get them in the last three months that couldn't get them in the last three months. And there's just tons and tons and tons of vehicles out there that are going, that we need to run, but we can't get MOT. So there was something I could have gone down, but like I say, I think I've solved the problem. Um, but we'll come back to that. Uh, yeah, so, but what I would have done is I couldn't get an MOT, I couldn't get an extension. What I then would have done is I'd have parked the truck up and I'd have jumped back in Jessica. Uh, I've still got Jessica. And um, just got reinsurance. Maybe you got the insurance for a month or, or, you know, just buy the month or buy the week or whatever. It would be more money, but at least I could have run in the old van until such time as I could get the truck MOT'd and then I can get out of the van and get the van sold, which is the plan. Um, 
I mean, other people have said, I think Bob Keane, who said it sounds like you're in the film Operation Eagle Claw. Never seen that. Have to come down to that. I mean, an argument of people saying, why not keep the van as well? Because there are certain jobs you can't do in seven half ton that you can do in the van, like the Laurentian jobs. The problem is, I pay to park my vehicle. That's two sets of parking. Then it's two sets of road tax. Then it's two sets of insurance. Um, on something that you might only be using some of the time. And the vehicle, if I drive the van, it's like, say, for example, I get um, two pallets need to go down to Plymouth. Not Plymouth, I'm going to Plymouth. I might go to Plymouth, but I'm unlikely to. Say Portsmouth, I go down with the two pallets in the van because it's cheaper to run. Then when I get down there, there's no jobs coming out for a Luton, but a job brings up for seven and a half tonne. And I'm thinking, if I was in the truck, I could have done this. So, no, unfortunately, I will be getting into the lorry now. That's kind of a full-in, you know, diving, go for it. Uh, Matthew McDonald says... You're not going to become Pete, Pete, you're no longer Pete the courier driver, you're going to be Pete the trucker. No, still Pete the courier driver. There are lots of people out there doing truck videos. I am still courier driver. I am still CX courier driver, just in the biggest vehicle you can run on the CX, I understand it at the moment. I mean, there is the HX, the haulage exchange for bigger trucks and stuff like that. Who knows what might happen as far as that's concerned. Uh, but at the moment, no, just Pete the courier driver on the CX. Still just little old me, just in a bigger vehicle. Uh, Steve Campbell says, right, yeah, a couple of people said this. You can take your truck to an MOT or TACO booking without an operator's license. Don't have your own goods on board. But it's kind of, I think it is legal if you say, well, where are you going? I'm going for MOT. Um, it's all a bit of a grey area to me, but it's a grey area I didn't really want to get into. I just did it like dominoes. Get the operators. Then once I've got the operators... It was on that he's on private land, it's sawn. Then get it unsawn, get it insured, and then I can drive it. Then once I can drive it, get the taco done and get the tail lift done. And once I've got that done, we can get the MOT done. And once I've got that done, then I can get ahead of the game and I'll have the MOT booked for next year early and hopefully it won't be such an issue. And But I'll just be coaching on the road. It's just one step at a time, and it? It's that video I did, when not it? One problem at a time. Um... Was it me detecting Nottingham or something like that? Don't you have granddad rights? Yes, I do have granddad rights. I didn't actually have to do a driving test to drive a seven and a half ton, but you still, even if you're in any vehicle, you still got to do your CPC training. You still have to get an operator's license to operate the thing, not to drive it. I need. There was still a load of other stuff I had to jump through, which I look back to the past videos. You'll see my um, chagrin. Uh, Doozer says, "Oh yeah, with the other." He said, "When they get their new trucks, they put tray plates on them." Take them straight down to the MOT station. Take and get the tacos done before they get matured. Again, something that fortunately I didn't have to go through. Um, and Ian Williams says, uh, "Oh yeah, Ian Williams, thanks for the link to the taco thing." Fortunately, the nice guy when I got the taco break calibrated showed me out. Well, it's not rocket science. Although the drivers has, they're messing with my head. I've got a new app, which kind of because I'm thinking, did I start up or seven or up or eight? Well, no, I definitely started at half past eight. But then I pulled over for 15 minutes because I got a, a warning light up to say that I didn't have enough air in the tyre. So how long have I been driving for now? You forget. But there's an app I'm playing with. It's called Tachograph. And it's kind of, it's free for the Mickey Mouse version. And you can rent it for like £8 a year or buy it for 20 well, I'm going to buy it. And that's just, hmm. But I'm going to make sure it works first. But if it does, I'm doing a video on it. That's the kind of guy I am. There we go. We used to say that. That was in that, that comedy series, Dear John, or something like that. Funny, that. Um, right. Not about a comedy series that Peter likes. 
My name is Thanks for Link. And Desmond Bryan says, maybe the tax on the um, lorry is cheaper because of the AdBlue. Yeah, could well be. I mean, in fairness, the, the Mercedes had um, um, a super-duper exhaust pipe that also took all the emissions out because it had platinum in the exhaust pipe. As my mate Lawrence Towers used to say, you may as well put a sticker on the window that says, Diamonds on board. I mean, I lost, I actually, when I said it was a jigsaw van, part of it being a jigsaw van, someone nicked the exhaust pipe, so I had to get a brand new one of those as well. I had to do that one on insurance. But, um, yeah, what's the point of building something for a truck that is easily accessible and stolen that's worth an absolute fortune? Genius! There we go. Get on it. If you've got, um, I recommend this, if you've got a Sprinter or if you've got any, any vehicle that's got one of those exhaust pipes, get a cap lock on it. Get an exhaust lock on it, it just makes it a hell of a lot harder to get the damn thing off. Right, seven and a half tons. I'm in it now. I'm in the new motor. We've been driving for a couple of days. The first day was a bit mm. Um, Friday was lovely. I got loaded the night before on the Thursday. I had to take six pallets up to the University of Derby. 110 miles, got 200 quid, dropped them off. And then I had another job on the way up there, and it was coming from Sheffield down to Sandy. I chained a million miles away from my house, and it was moving. I'm, <laughs> I told the wife as a joke. I'm, I'm a real man now. I am, because I've just moved two tonne of steel in a truck. That's what men do. I'm going to buy myself a lumberjack shirt. I'm going to get a cap. I'm going to start eating Yorkie bars. Cause... <laughs> but yeah, strapping it on, tearing my hands to pieces, trying to work it out to get them little things off from the bottom. I think that was on too tight. I was having a load of grief trying to get them off. I've, I've, I've loosened them up a little bit now. They're not too bad. I'm going to have to get the hang of that. I think you might have to do a little pokey thing through and a pokey thing back through. Anybody who drives a curtain cider, what's to do with them clippy things on the side? Any advice? Just, you know, gratefully received as always. Um, yeah, on how much to quote, I kind of, I'm kind of levelled out about two quid a mile. Two quid a mile seems to be working. Donny Dalton says he said we got £2.50 a mile to move the planet 80 miles. Once. We got it once. So I'm thinking £2.50 a mile might be the dearest. When I quoted my second job, I said, how was my price? And he said, you're bang in the middle. Um, I quoted him £250 at first. He said, you're bang in the middle. And he said, the cheapest one I've got is 160 He said, but his feedback's wrong. So, and I said, well, how much do you want to sell it for? He said, well, I'm looking to move it for 200 quid, okay. So, no, that was fine. I was, 200 pounds, 200 pounds, 200 pounds a day. I was doing Argos for eight hours, 180 pounds a day. For, you know, trying to find addresses in the dark in the village. And this was fought on, fought off. Takes a little bit more time because you've got to undo the curtain. You've got to make sure it's strapped on properly. It's, I said the difference between... In, a, in driving around in like courier vans, it's like driving a racing bike. You're looking around all the time. Got to get there, got to get there, got to get there. Driving the kind of seven and a half tonne is like driving an armchair. It's much more relaxed. I've got to have time. I've got to get this checked down properly. And then I've got to take 15 minutes before I drive off. Otherwise, I'm going to have to have a 45 minute break when I finish. It's much slower. So you don't quite get as much done. But at the same time, pays back. So there we go. Um, somebody else, I forget, I didn't write your name down. Sorry, I had the same problem. He was um, got his first job early on in the morning. This was me on Thursday. And then sat there for an hour and nothing came in. So he so said, I got all the way to home. I was just about to park the van up in the secure compound and job came in. But sometimes I don't mind that. If you do like the morning, you go distance and you can't get back. Start heading for home. 
Because you, you know, I just prefer being at home. I know where things are. I know where the roads are. I know it's easy to quote. If it says Watford, I know I know how far away from Watford is. If I'm in Derby and it says Sheffield, I don't know. I'm the world's worst career driver. I have to look it up. I have to go, hey, Google, how far am I away from Sheffield? Think, you know, that kind of thing. Um, I mean, obviously, the jobs that ping up on it are, are listed within 30-mile radius. So it can't be that far away. Or 10-mile radius. You know, 30 mile, I think it's 30 miles. Um, but still, I don't know. I, I want to know before I quote it. Um, yeah, it's just nice to be close to home sometimes. Um, yeah, Bob Keane said keep the living. But yeah, it's too much money, mate. Too much money. I'll take the X's. Double the X's. Um, oh, this is also joint tracker groups. That's not a bad idea. I was going to join the DAF owners group until I realised they're all cars. But I'm sure there must be a truck driver deaf group out there. Once again, those out there who know much better than me, please let me know. All, all, all information gratefully received. Um, and he's had his MOT postponed until October. I, he's in a three and a half ton. I don't think it's a problem for three and a half tons. Because I rang one firm, he says, we've got bookings all next week. And I told him what it was. He went, ah, oh, yeah, no, sorry. But if I, I mean, I, I get my mechanic to do the three and a half ton. They, can, they run through on like normal, normal car MOTs, I think. So I don't think that's an issue for you. You can get yours done nice and easy. It's just if you go heavier than that. Um, right, the thing on putting ball tyres on trucks so you can get more miles out of them. Steve Campbell says, if you get if you have your ball tyres on, not, not, you know, they have to be bald, they could be nearly bald, um, you know, sort of on, on the level. Um, he says, not technically illegal. He said, that's why it's 56 miles an hour on the motorways. Because technically, trucks can do 60 miles an hour. You know, the speed limit is 60, but we put it up to 56, just in case when we run it through on the tachograph, it's not 56. Otherwise, we set it for 60, you might be doing 62, 63. Apparently, some guy turned around and said, if you've got an older model truck, you can do 70. I don't think that's true. I don't know about that. As far as I understand it, it's 60 miles an hour, and you can't use the outside lane. I'm just quite happy. I'll just pop along. Got it all calibrated up. Get the lot of these got the fantastic cruise control. Lock it off. Sit behind another vehicle. Sit behind another van. Listen to me radio. That kind of thing. So um, Godzilla says, yeah. He says no one would dream of fitting smaller tyres on Taco Day. No, no, no. <laughs> he says hence the fact it's got the wheel size on the door on the post on the, on the door post. So you you know you go in there and you drive in the truck with pram wheels on it. You drive down the road. Well, the taco says I'm doing 56, but apparently I'm actually doing 110. Um, Longfinger says, can you do smaller van jobs in a seven and a half ton? Yes, absolutely. This was another reason why I jumped into it. I once went down a. Oh, Davey's away. Um, I once went down to again it was Portsmouth. And in the loot, and I had to drop the stuff off to an audience down there. And I thought, I'll oh, just double check to see what would happen if I was in a seven and a half. And there was a job, kind of Portsmouth going back to Dunstable. And I'm thinking, and there was, there was two or three. And I'm thinking, if only I was in a bigger vehicle. It's just having that more option. At the moment, I can do any jobs in a loot and below, unless, of course, you've got to go to a car park. Or it's, and when I do quote them on the seven and a half as well, I will say, I'm in a seven and a half. I'm not in a Luton. What is the access like? 
because there's no point sending me into some tight warehouse and I go, well, yeah, the boxes are over there. I can't get my vehicle near it, so I would actually, you know, I'd, and I will aim to do, obviously, seven and a half tons if I can because there's more money in them. But, yeah, if I happen to be, say, I was dropping somewhere 100 miles away and I couldn't get a job on a truck but one came up in a long wheelbase and it was going in the right direction I might, I'll ring him I'll go look yeah I'll still do it I'll do it for that money I'd, I'd rather rather have something coming home than nothing it's a shoebox I'd rather have something coming home than nothing um, Jason Burke says who's Penny Penny was the van before Jessica it went Shirley that was the first seven and a half that was a Ford Iveco then Penny she was the Mercedes Sprinter with a tail lift um engine kind of went on that started getting problems with that one um and then there's jessica who's the new one who she's at the warehouse right now and then there's the new truck named to be unveiled i've clarified it i've actually locked it down but sadly i'm going to do a video on that <laughs> it's just my wife says you spend too much time thinking about things that really aren't important you're wrong um gold member says a lot of it says a lot of jobs looting vans and towel if you're thinking of changing what would you quote i would quote around a pound a mile you may get 120 130 if you're very lucky you may have to drop down to 80 pence 75 pence if you're unlucky to get the job you may drop that low and still not get it but that might be because the job doesn't even exist or you know but or for the, you're too far away but yeah I would say around a pound a mile depends where you are depends how many other people are around you if for example a job pings up for a Luton van and you're in Scarborough and you look on the map there's no vans at all in the area ring them up chance your arm at 130 if they've got enough money on the job they might give it you because it's you or no one it, you know it's kind of again there's no hard and fast rule on this stuff but I would say around a pound a mile I'd start a bit a bit cheaper just to get yourself on your feet and then go up a little bit miscellaneous Right, today's miscellaneous. Matthew McDonald says, is it worth doing the ADR? Yeah, I would say it probably is. You do get, I'd say, quite a few jobs paying up ADR on a CX. Um, I'm thinking about it. I think, I think I'm think i about it because I've got the foldy bits on the front of the van, on the back, on the lorry. And when I did that CPC training, they turned around and said, if you want to do the ADR, come come with us again. I might do. Once, I've, once all this is done, I'm always doing something tonight. So once all this is done, maybe I think about the ADR training. I don't know. Um, but yeah, you could do worse. And if you do, if a job does come into ADR, you can quote more money because there's not so many people. You know, it's, it's like supply and demand. The less people that can do it, the more chance you're getting of getting a job for a decent day. Um, VW is thinking about going into recovery. I know nothing about recovery, but I hear it's very good. A couple of people comment it's very good. I think it depends. Someone says, you want to have a big enough truck. I've heard a guy once and he said, I, I was recovering but little vehicles and it was a pain. But And also it depends if you want to do, do you want, do you want the phone on 24 hours? Do you want the phone on Christmas Day? Do you want to not ever be able to have another beer for the rest of your life? But if you are that kind of guy, so I don't care when they wake me up and I don't drink, well, maybe. Good luck. Let me know how it goes. I'll pass it on. Um, is it glue... Gilu UG, I'm not sure. He said a Fiat Scudo, small medium base or medium wheelbase? A small van or medium wheelbase? I'd say it's somewhere in between. I think it's a short wheelbase. I've done a video on van sizes, um, but the general rule of thumb is small van is for boxes, short wheelbase, one pallet, medium wheelbase, two pallets, long wheelbase, three pallets, extra long wheelbase, four pallets, Luton van with five, maybe six pallets, curtain side six pallets. That tends to be the rule. It's not 
and their actual specifications of what the CX say. But the best thing to do is to ring them up and say, I'm in a fit scooter, what is it? <laughs> you know, I'll see if I can get it in or not. Um, Tifioso Cornwall. Is Cornwall a bad area or will it pick up? It's not great, mate. You know, when things were good, when I started um, two years ago, 18 months before all this all kicked off, before, you know, say Christmas last year when it was going, when we were flying along, like, you know, still don't get that many jobs. A lot of them tend to be local jobs. Your best bet is to, I say, get out and tramp. Get your first job out or head towards Bristol or Exeter or kind of that way. Head towards 25, get your job, ping around a little bit. And then hopefully, maybe that's that every night, but then hopefully keep your eyes out for one going on. So it's not, you've basically got to look around you. And the more concentrated the area is of industrial estates, the more chance you're getting a decent job. Um, Sam Clark, advice on measuring a lutent. I will do you a video on that. I don't know if I wrote it down or not. Um, basically, he said, where do I measure from? Measure everywhere. Measure from the bulkhead to the shutter. Measure from the, bulk, from the um, bulkhead to the tail lift because there's a possibility that it's 4.3 from the bulkhead to the tail lift and the pallet's 4.2 you can still get it on you can get the shutter halfway down when the tail lifts up shutter is here tail goes there still all closed in nice and safe no problem strap it down measure the diagonal measure the distance you want to know clearance you want to know from the bottom of the shutter to the, to the floor measure everything measure the length of the van measure the height of the van so you don't smack it on a roof measure the whole lot write it down maybe write down your sun visor fling your sun visor down write all the bit things down there you're good to go but I'm, I will make that in a private video as well just because I think it's important it's something that people can go to when they're thinking what do I do um, Ian Merrick, bless him, he said about the jigsaw van, he said mine's a jigsaw van and in the space of last week the hydraulic clutch is gone, it's going to cost him a grand. He said, jigsaw vans? <laughs> Mate, I'm sorry for you, I hope it works out okay. I know you love the van, I suppose once it's done you're still going. And Damien Lutengo van, same thing, he's got two cylinders, he's, he's got 550 on his, he which is not a bad price. These things are going to break, they're machines, they've got moving parts, moving parts wear out. You've just got to, you know, resign yourself. The fact it's going to happen. John Fennell is still out in Belfast. Um, I'll do one final thing. I don't think there is anything, but if anyone knows of any jobs in Belfast, please let me know. Um, he's just joined the CX this week. He's going to give it a bash. Um, good luck, my friend, is all I can say. I think he asked me what to do. I said, you might want to try and think about coming over to the mainland, doing a bit of work in the mainland, and then maybe see if a decent one comes back. But I'll keep my eyes out for you anyway. So, uh, Paul Bevan. He said, I'm in a Luton Euro 6, I've quoted 80p to a pound a mile for a week and got nothing. I may, I'll be honest with you, that surprises me. I, I, I'm curious to know, did you ring them? I'm curious because you get more chance. If you ring them, you win one job in two. If you equal them, you win one job in five. I'm curious to know how many you quoted. Did you just quote one at a time? Did you quote lots? You know, always scout and go and quote as many as you possibly can. And maybe where you are, but it does surprise me. But I've always said all the way through, it, it doesn't work out for everybody. And if it doesn't work out for you, I'm, I'm sorry. You know. There you go. Um, Ayat Duck says he's got one of them brushes, like I've got in the back of my van. Like when you, that's why I did a video on like the cheapest way to clean the van. He says what he does, he goes into the, jet, the Tesco's jet wash, fills it up for the water. I'm not quite sure where from, but he says fills the bucket up for the water, gets the fairy, gives it a good brush over, and then puts a pound in the jet wash and just sprays it all down, gets the whole van done for a quid. I'm not sure how you get the water out. That's the only thing. I don't. Is there a tap there? Maybe there is. So, but yeah, why not? I've actually, one of my regular customers, I've actually, they're all geared up. They've got AdBlue on site. They've got a jet wash on site. They let me use it. It's brilliant. 
and keep on top of everything now. I have to pay for the blue, obviously, but you just have to have that grief of trying to find somewhere queuing up. How much? All that kind of stuff. It's Al's personal pet hate. It's our blue. It's like, it's, and I go, but how long does it last? He says, I don't know, a thousand miles. Right. Are you really getting getting your niggas in a twist? But hey, that's my, that's my friend. Um, Stuart Pearson, he says, I'm getting paid. He was driving HGV. He had his HGV firm. He said that we were waiting so long for this firm to, to the Bayers. Eventually they went bust. He said, I still drive the see their vans driving around. I feel like putting a brick through their window. Uh, it's just one of those things, mate. I'm sorry for you again. Cash flow can kill a business. Uh, it could happen to anybody. And also, when they keep giving you the jobs, you think, oh, they're good, I'll keep doing the jobs. I always say, don't put, if you can, don't put all your eggs in one basket. And if you put all your eggs in one basket, watch that basket. So, but yeah, I'm sorry for that news, mate. Hope you're right. Uh, Mr. Two Legend is still on the Argos. He says he's concerned with my plan. He says he's, he's a floor in it. He says he's going to call me. Please do. I'm happy to talk to anybody anytime. No problem. Give us a bell, mate. Uh, William Kane says... Can you do one on hiring, leasing versus buying a van? I will. I'll have to look into it. I don't really know much about leasing. The only thing I do know about leasing, I mean, I think it's it Donnie who turned around and he said the sensible thing to do is to buy brand new and chop them every three years when you work out what you're doing. You want to, I don't know if that stands well if you haven't got your end user customers because they can be expensive. Um, and I know a lot of the leasing things, I don't like them because they really kept you on the miles. But I'll, I'll try and look into it. I'll speak to Ali's better at these kind of things and I'll move it. I'll pass it on. Uh, Steve Campbell had the, like, the longest day to collect a van that wasn't paid for. It was a very long text, my friend. If you want to check it out, it's down there with Steve Campbell. What he did like getting up and going there and then they haven't paid and oh I had a nightmare bless him uh, and Teehee has got nine years on his CPC you can have up to ten you can do you can do your five years CPC which gives you like say so, so for example I pass now in 2012 to 2017 and then I have to do my next five courses within that time which will give me another five years so if I went and done another week of it I'd have 2012 to 2017 covered and then 2017 to 2022 covered and I'll be done for the next 10 years but I think the sensible thing I'm going to do is I'm going to have to have one day off a year where I have to put the van in for MOT I'm going to book my CPC course when I do the MOT Take the truck down to the guys. There you go. Or if I have to have a day off for some particular reason, I'm stuck at home for some reason. I don't know. Maybe the van's here. Maybe inspections. You've got to have the van in every eight weeks for an inspection. I might start booking CPC courses when I do my inspections. And that, that would be the way forward. So, uh, what have we got? Da, 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 uh, Ian Merrick. He said, uh, yeah, oh, Ian Merrick, I'd question out to everybody again, to those in the know. On average, how many fuel cards do people have? I'm only with one firm at the moment. I am going to be with more than one soon, I think. I just, I'm not getting the best prices, but I've been so wrapped up in getting a lorry, I haven't really paid it a lot of attention. So, no, still more miscellaneous. Um, Oh, he's talking about me when I did the tramping thing and I did like the Mercedes Travel Lodge. On tramping, why not find a cheap B&B? Well, my mate Fran says he uses booking.com. He says he's got some decent, you know, 40, 50 quid a night for a hotel room sometimes. I no longer have this problem because I've now got a fold-down bed and a heater. So if I want to keep somewhere, I can pull the driver's seat and the passenger seat forward. I'll flip the bed down. I'll show you. I might do a video on that. Uh, I'll show you how it works. But yeah, I, I, that's quite nice. I've, I, I now don't have to panic about where I'm going to be for the night. But I don't. I still don't plan on staying away from. I still plan on doing a lot of like maybe local multi drops. I say local. You know, I, there's, there's a firm that want me, and it might be where you've got to go down to 
to Ringwood and then you're on the way back to Oxford and then Ringwood and then Portsmouth and then South London and then North London and then home. And I'll get a day's money doing that. I'll get a good day's money doing that because they're kind of, um, they look after me. The firm that's got the air blue and the squirty. Um, Matthew McDonald says, when you go over three and a half tonne, if you haven't got granddad rights, do a class two. You're quite right, my friend. For the extra money it costs you to do a class two, you may as well do a class two. If you've got granddad rights, you can jump in a seven and a half tonne. If you haven't got granddad rights, there's no point doing a seven and a half tonne test. You might as well spend a little bit extra and get qualified for driving every ridge there is. Um, Steve Bradley says, this no, it's interesting now, I tried this for a little while. He says, nine times out of ten, he takes a photo of the goods delivered. So as well as doing your signature, just a little scrolly signature on the screen, and doing a scan of the POD, there's a bit that says take picture. If you take a photo of the goods delivered on site in decent condition, when you upload, they can't turn around and go, oh, they, they, my customers around me, they're broken. You go, well, no, they're not. Because I've actually got a picture of them on the planet at your customer's place in pristine condition. As it is, I've never really had any comebacks. So I, I, I did do that for a little while and then I got lazy. But I don't. I, I think that is a good idea. Um, Lewis Gates says, does, it, does the van on the exchange have to be white? Nope. Better if it's not signed written, but not necessarily. It's not the end of the world, but better if it's not signed written. And does it have to have Euro 5, Euro 6? No. I've got Euro 6, Euro 5 in the truck. I wish it was Euro 6 because it's going to do me with the LEZ. Depends where you're running, though. If I am going to have to run into the LEZ for next year, it's going to be 100 quid. But, um, I think. But at the moment, I can drive anywhere uh, unless I go into the ULEZ, which is like the crossing the Red Sea in the centre of London. Um, and then it costs me £100 to go into ULEZ. I don't really want to go into the congestion zone in a great big truck where you can't park anywhere and you can't unload anywhere. If I'm going into the zone, I am going to charge them. Because I just want to, you know, I'm quite happy kicking around the country. London is grief. I, I like, I get paid to tour the country. I get paid to do the countryside. I do not want to spend my time sitting in traffic jams going 0.1 miles an hour. You know, one mile in 10 minutes. Uh, uh, can't turn it. I oh, can't find that. Oh, I've gone past it. I've got to go all the way in the block. If I'm going into the zone, it's going to cost them. Um, what else have we got? Uh, Lee Westcott. He said about the jigsaw van. Yeah, that's right. He said, you've got a jigsaw van, like I did with... Um, Penny, spent £5,000 on her, then spent £5,000 getting her up to speed. He said, the problem is, you buy that for £5,000, then you spend £5,000 on it, still only worth £5,000. Because someone's, they're only going to give you that much money for the van. Yeah, the only way you work with a jigsaw van is if you're in... Uh, I mean, I had, I had every intention of keeping it for a long while, and I did. You don't spend that kind of amount of money on a motor, and then... I mean, if you hit it, or you ride, or someone drives into it and you ride it off, then you've got a problem. Or you can hassle with the um, insurance company and go, no... And also the other thing to do, if you're going to have a jigsaw van, to ring the insurance company and say, listen, I've bought the van for 5000 I am spending £5,000 on it. I want to insure my van for £10,000 if, you know, accidental damage. Charge me more money and I want to get it covered. And, that, and I want that on the notes and I want it printed out. That way when they try and offer you that, I go, no, I told you this. I, can, I, I told you it's got a new clutch. told you it's got a new gearbox. Someone turned around and said, Paddy McGear said he was surprised the clutch went. They probably put a new clutch in when they changed the engine. Might not have been the clutch. I know it came with a new engine, and I know the gearbox went, and I know the, the exhaust got nicked, and I know that the um, ignition thing went twice. It might not have been a clutch. But I know that I think a water pump went. But it was, you know, the, the, the gearbox and the ignition system together were 3K, but they were new. 
So, yeah. And also, Lee Westcott makes point. He said, and I've noticed this now, the straps, proper straps, have actually got um, the load-bearing weight stitched in on them. So, once again, we uploaded my video about straps. It's kind of out of date already. So, in conclusion, after a very long Sunday Q&A, because it wasn't split into two this week, thank you very much for listening. If you've made it this far, there'll be an end scene after the credits. Where? <laughs> there won't. So, uh, right, conclusion. Bob Keane says... It's the workshop, because we know I did the last one from, from the last Q&A from the mechanics. It's a workshop cleaner on furlough. Yeah, there's some mechanics. You know, like that, that some mechanics have, like, pristine and all shiny. Not my mob, no. You put the, you put the spanner down. If you move it two inches to the left, they'll be looking for it for two weeks. It's one of them kind of places. There, there. Move it two inches to the left. Where's the spanner gone? Um... Gold member says the last seven and a half ton he drove was called Emma on a drunken night in Rochdale. Yeah, he said never again. We used to call it the dingo principle. When you wake up in the morning, you would rather chew your own arm off than actually wake up the person sitting next to you. So, yeah, good old days. Um, Adam Scher says, would I rather be a dog-sized giraffe or a giraffe-sized dog? It's a very Ricky Gervais question, this. I think I would rather be a dog-sized a dog, a dog the size of a giraffe, because then you could be like Digby, and then you'd probably, be, but then you could probably be famous. If you were a giraffe the size of a dog, then you could actually still be a pet in someone's house, and you'd probably be quite an expensive pet or something like that, and it'd probably be loved by a family. Things I'd rather look like a dog than a giraffe. I'm more like kind of, yeah, you know, I'm built that way. Um, and finally, longer says like long finger says he says um, yeah, he said about the handball thing about this, the, the particular firm, he said Hermes Depots. He says, I absolutely hate, the, the certain firm, there's a firm out there that always pings up jobs and you know they're going to Hemel Hempstead and you know they're going to Hermes. Um, that's not how we spell Hermes. Yeah, there's no P in Hermes. Definitely not his spelling. It's a bit like that old singer, isn't it? Um, Dido. Thank God she took the L out of her name. I mean, let's face it, who would buy songs from someone called Dido? That's it, guys. It's only q and I'm going to go jump in that truck next week. I've got a load of videos to make. I'm backing them up, but I'm going to, I'm going to do them as and when I can because it's wearing me out. But in the meantime, hope you're well. Take care, take mate. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. 
book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.